Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today we're going to discuss pen names. All right, I'm going to tell you why we're starting this conversation. It's because someone asked me whether or not with their next book, should they use a pen name because they wanted to go out and branch out into another genre. And they have already solidified their brand in the romance area, and now they're looking to step into the world of fantasy. And should they use the pen name? So, I had to pray over that question because, you know, those are author questions that you really need to be connecting into the Holy Spirit with going, you know, Lord, what direction would you want me to go to? What purpose would it be to serve me to have this pen name? You know, would it bring, you know, something of value to my author world if I did attach myself to this pen name? And I will give you the research and then I will let you decide for yourself because I don't want to be the one to say, go out there, young one, create this pen name. And then for 10 years, nothing happens and nothing moves with that fantasy series that they're wanting to write. And they'll blame it on, well, nobody knew me. This was, you know, they knew me this way. They don't know me this way. And nobody's picking me up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the one to be pointing fingers. But I will tell you what I have found in my research. Because you've asked me this question. And I'm going to tell you what my decisions were to um, write the names that I wrote. Okay, so for my, so let's talk about my decision first and then we'll dive into the research because everybody has to make the decision for themselves of what name that they're going to put on their book. And if you want to play around with it, go on Canva, create an ebook or a Wattpad book cover and just sit around playing around with your pen names and see like, ooh, look at that catchy name. Like throw you like a scene on there. You know, it's not gonna be the necessarily your book, but like pick a scene that could be your near genre and then just play around with your name on there just to see if that's what you wanna do. Um, see, I'm skipping over to tips. But with mine, when I knew that I was gonna be writing my devotionals, and these were going to be my nonfiction selections that I was going to self-publish. I wanted it to have my full name on there. So I wrote, and I put doctor on there because I don't go around going, hello, my name is Dr. Lowry. I mean, I do at the beginning of the podcast. You guys know that that's my saying. Well, shoot, I just said I didn't do it, and I do it. But no, I don't do it out in public. I don't go around going, yes, call me doctor, Dr. Jekyll. No, I don't do any of that stuff. I'll just say, yeah, hey, my name's Jennifer, or hey, I'm Jen, it's nice to meet you, you know? And so, 
it's just according to what circles I'm in. But I'd never say doctor. Somebody else will introduce me as that, and I'll just kind of shake my head a little bit like, oh my gosh, they just said doctor. That happened to me yesterday, and it kind of threw me off. But I worked hard for that doctorate degree, people, and that goes along with my Christian ministry work. So if I'm writing a ministry book to minister to women, to minister to, you know, authors or anyone, you know, I want them to know that, you know, one, I do have this doctorate degree in this field. You know, I also, you know, have studied well-being. That has been my dissertation life that engulfed my life. Um, so I can say my life's work has been in well-being. <laughs> um, but for the nonfiction book, yes, I did put doctor in front of that. And I put Jennifer Eichner Lowry. Now, I'm going to tell you why I used the Eichner in there. I know you guys can guess that that's my maiden name. And my parents have passed, and most of my family has passed on to heaven. But I wanted that Eichner there to honor my parents, okay? So I left my maiden name right there in the middle of my self-published devotional books. But now for a YA book, I had this discussion before um, turning in my name. Because when you first sign with a publisher... And you go through all of your contract work. Then you go to the tell me about yourself pages to where they have to begin doing their work um, and keeping their files on you. And one of the questions is what do you want your name to be throughout this process and how do you want it to appear on your book? And so I went through Jennifer Lowry and then I went to Jen Lowry. Because when you type in Jennifer Lowry, you'll see this other psychologist out there in the world that's floating around. And if you type in Jen Lowry, I wasn't finding anything at the time. And I'm sure, you know, Google updates a millions of seconds of updates. But then I was like, you know what, for young adult audiences, that's who I'm writing for. They don't need to know my whole names, my maiden name and all that. They could look that up in a bio later. But for the book, that's Jen Lowry. And that's when I branded myself in my writing career for my YA books. It's Jen Lowry. And therefore, Jen Lowry writes. Jen Lowry writes podcasts. Here comes all of my sites being built all around that time. Because I was in the Everyday Mom Challenge world working my Bible devotionals and Family Challenge devotionals that I was, you know, on a completely different platforms with a completely different name that I've had since 2014. So if you would look up the Everyday Mom Challenge ministries or you would look up EMC to the third power, you know, that's what the Lord had given me as a name in 2014. But for the year 2018, I just felt very confident with Jen Lowry. And it was after prayer and after researching the names and after just imagining what my book cover would look like on print. And I just felt comfortable with that because all of my close friends, they call me Jen. Now, when people first meet me, they don't. I think it's, I think it's really 
unique how people approach nicknames because maybe they don't want to offend somebody in 2019. But I actually got an email where someone said, is it appropriate that I call you Jen? And my response back was, of course it is. You know, that's fine. I mean, I am Jen Lowry Rice, and I chose that name. <laughs> I, I respond to that name. It's not that you did not put, you know, the extra N-I-F-E-R in there, and therefore, I look down upon your soul. No. And so many people call me Jen at work. And, like I said, my close friends. My aunt, she calls me Jen Jen. Now, I'm not putting Jen Jen Lowry on my books, <laughs> Aunt Dot. I'm sorry, but I love you. But she's called me Jen Jen forever. Um, a lot of people, when they're asked about the nickname Jen, they'll put J-E-N-N. -N. I just spell it with one N. I'm simple, okay? Um, but if I branched out into horror, because you guys know that my horror world is coming because I already have everything pretty much done. I just have to get through the editing phases and then um, get to the publishing pieces of the work. Would I change my name? The answer is no. Now, I heard an author speak one time, and he said, you do not need... Now, this is, to me is bad advice. I'm saying it's bad advice because it go, goes against what I'm doing, okay? But here's what this famous author said at a speech... Okay, he said, you do not need to switch from genres all the time because if you do, your readers will get confused of who you are as a writer. Now, that hit me in the wrong way. I'm sorry it did. And you guys can say, oh, I totally agree with this author. You know, he's more famous than you. I can trust him. But something tells me that in this world of YA readers, YA readers and even YA writers, if you ask them, what do you like to read? Nine times out of 10, they have already crafted themselves a pretty strong reader identity. Now, I'm saying this based on just my personal experience of talking with students all the time at school. And I have a large population of students that I work with. But they'll say, oh, I only read fantasy. Oh, I like sci-fi. Oh, I like murder mysteries. I can't get enough of them. Oh, I like to read about war or nonfiction selections on true life stories, blah, blah, blah. They'll tell you straight up. But now that I have surrounded myself by young adult writers, when I ask them, They'll tell me multiple things that they're writing. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not alone in this journey of my life. You know, I write songs. I write poems. I do the nonfiction. I do fiction. And inside fiction, I'm looking at contemporary fiction, paranormal horror. I'm looking at middle grades fiction, which is a completely different dynamic. I've got animals talking in my head, and they're out fighting the American Revolution. And so here I am going, I can't put myself in one neat little box or one neat little Dewey Decimal system and say, this is my number. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to start blurring lines. And I'm fine with that as an author. And I am strong in that 
mindset of mine. So when that person, what I will call bad advice, gave that advice, I did not take that to heart. And I did not let it lower my self-confidence for what I'm doing. I write what I love. I write what the Lord, I believe the Lord provides to me a vision, a dream, words, inspiration. I get excited. I wake up and I write a children's book about a community garden of diverse students that are in my class where every kid's in there. Do you know what? Do do I care that my name would be Jen Lowry on there? No, that's not, that's not a bothersome to me. I don't feel like I'm going to confuse my readers. If somebody, if, if those books get published, if they do, after Sweet Potato, and God continues to bless my career, and I become, you know, a writer that is well-known in multiple genres, then let me be the person, and I'm not the only one that does this, but let me be the person that, that heard advice and smacked it in the wind and said, flick like a flea and go and write what you love. And so I have already, even though I had watched people have these discussions about pen names and I heard that advice, I had already resigned myself to saying that, you know, I'm fine with who I am as a writer with my identity as far as jumping from genre to genre. And my name could be Jen Lowry. She's the, she's the jack of all trades, the master of none. Hopefully that's not what they're going to say when they read Jen Lowry. They're going to say, you know what? She can write in multiple genres, you know, because she, that she writes what she loves. And when you talk to people, again, they may have strong personal tastes. Like for me, the only movies I like to watch are horror movies. I don't like to watch anything else. And you may say, but wait a minute, Jennifer, don't you write romance scenes? Don't you write that in your books? Of course I do. But I don't want to watch them. I want to watch horror. Or like I watched Glass. That was not really horror, but you know, I'll watch um, Marvel movies, DC movies. I like, you know, movies like that. But don't get me involved in, you know, science fiction movies. That's not my forte. But that doesn't mean that if somebody wrote in science fiction and then they switched over to fantasy, that I'm going to look down on them as a reader. So, so I feel very confident in my own personal conviction about it. So that's just me. You guys might say, no, 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 the pen names are useful because you can brand yourself. So here's what I'm going to say back to you research the pen names then connect to the Holy Spirit and have the Holy Spirit guide you in your decision-making process and you cannot go wrong and even like I've said this before what my preacher has told us one time and it stuck with me he said you know if you if you're praying with the Spirit and you're still following God's will and you have a and B in front of you and even C if you choose a and then you walk down that path, you're going to still end up and wind up where you need to be. It might take you some loops, but you'll get there because you're still following God's will and you're still working, you know, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So that's what I would say to you. Now, with the purpose of branding, if you decide that you do want to brand this horror world, you go out 
and you create everything brand new <laughs> for your brand and you pick a new Instagram, a new Twitter, a new Facebook, a new YouTube channel, you get a new Twitter, and you brand yourself all together with a new website, you package yourself, you, you know, put your picture up there if you want to. People say when they put pen names, they'll put pictures because people that necessarily might, who might read you know, sweet romance might not go over and read paranormal fiction. You know, it's not like you've got to hide your face or you've got to wear a pony mask on your face every time you write a new book or you go around with, you know, a masquerade ball face. You know, not unless that's what you want to do and get in the character. But I will tell you, do it. If that's what you feel led to do, go ahead and build your platform now. And so the question is, if you think that, you, that you're already an established author and you think that you want to go this route, go ahead and snatch up your name before someone else snatches up your pen name. <laughs> or that's, you know, do your research, find out how close your name is to someone else's, especially if they're in an author world. Because, guys, when you go to Amazon and you type in Jennifer Eitner Lowry, you're going to see my books, and then for some reason, you're going to see a Lord of the Flies that pops up on my screen, which I love. Um, but you're not going to see anybody else's name that's going to go along with my books. Now, you will see Lowry up there, and of course, you're going to see Lois Lowry. You're going to see that Lowry name, but you're not going to see the string of, you know, beginning, you know, middle and um, ending names, last names. You're not going to see that. So play around with the research, pray over it, and let that name, you know, stick to your spirit and say, yes, this is the one. And then build everything now, even if you haven't written the book yet. So let's say that you know that you are going that route is you just feel very strongly led that your next adventure is going to be in the world of mystery writing and you have been in fantasy forever in a day and you know that you are going to switch over because you've got this this wonderful idea and you do want a pen name go ahead and build all your platforms today you know full well that it takes you about 30 minutes and you can build every single platform that I said. So you go on and you do that. And you let it sit there. You let that sit there. You start putting your brand up there. You pick your colors. You pick your theme. You start putting your quotes up there. You start putting up images. You start tweeting out. You schedule your tweets and you start building that up. And then let's say you get to the point to where you finish the book and then you feel led by the Holy Spirit to go back and remove that pen name and put your name on there. Then you've just created all these sites and you've had fun doing it and you didn't spend any money on it because you're doing all of the free versions. And then, voila, you can fade away in the distance or you can continue to build that platform because you may use that pen name the next time. And you've already built you a place 
where you will be able to house your books. And you will be attracting readers of that genre and gaining an audience before your release even comes out. So that's going to be my tip for you. And you're saying, well, Jennifer, you're not really telling me anything. You're telling me that you stuck with your name, but then you shortened your name. So that's kind of like, you know, putting the nickname on the next books. So you can do that. That's why, if you guys haven't noticed, <laughs> I've got two Twitter accounts. And I run two Twitters. I have the Everyday Mom Challenge Twitter. And then after the Everyday Mom Challenge Twitter, I decided, wait, I need to brand myself Jen Lowry Writes. And that needs to be more for my YA, just my author world in general. And so here I am crafting that Twitter and building all of those sites up. So I'll tell you, you know, you have a purpose don't get so bogged down because if you get so bogged down in this and stress yourself out over it the energy that you're doing in that just write your book write what you love write what you love and just keep praying over it and the Lord will reveal it to you so just the closer that you are in prayer Throughout these choices that you make, you will feel confident in your choice. I don't look back at my choice and say, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have put Jen Lowry on it. I see the final cover of my book, and there goes Jen Lowry on the cover. I wish I would have done something. No, I feel completely secure and 100% with that choice. And I know that that will happen to you, too, once you're praying in the Holy Spirit and you're just letting the Holy Spirit guide you in your decision-making process. Then, it's really fun just to go out there and research famous authors who have used pen names. Because you might be surprised to know that J.K. Rowling has used a pen name. Stephen King has used a pen name. Agatha Christie had a pen name, a shortened name. You can go in and type, you know, famous authors with pen names or pseudonyms. Guys, it's funny. It's hilarious. It's good to read the stories. It'll make you laugh. It will bring a smile to your face. And you say, you know what? If these authors are doing it and I'm praying in the Holy Spirit and it's telling me, you know, change your name for your new pen, for your new genre, you feel 100% on that, go for it. Have fun with it. Build your brand. Take it as a new challenge. The one that I love, the, I honestly love this the most, and, and I'm telling you, I love early American history. Um, Benjamin Franklin, he wrote letters, <laughs> and he wrote them with a pen name, Mrs. Silent Do Good. And so, look at his craftiness that he did. Not only was he writing in a pen name, but he switched his gender in his letter writing so he could appeal and seem like he had this point of view, this perspective of a woman, and he could say what needed to be said at the time uh, with maybe, you know, those people in the audience, those readers going, who is this man trying to tell me? He doesn't know the plight of women. And he had it, a very successful run of that. 
So if you want to read about silent do-good, you go on, Benjamin Franklin. I love Benjamin Franklin. That junk was hilarious. But I'm telling you, go out and research it. Then start playing around with your name. And I already gave you that tip at the beginning. Pull up Canva. You know, write Jen Lowry on the cover like I did. Or, you know, play around with different pen names, nicknames. Maybe you want to use your your mom's middle name and your dad's uh, mom's name or your grandma, haha, <laughs> your dad's mom, or you're like a middle name of somebody, or maybe you just want to switch all the way over, like J.K. Rowling used a man's name when she did her pen name, and look up the story of the Outsiders writer, and she, um, she changed her name, well, she didn't change it, she shortened it, and it was S.E. Hinton, because of the content of the books that she was writing, um, you didn't know, you figured that it was a guy, you figured that this had to be a male author as sad as I'm saying about that at the time that's what she wanted because she felt like people would not take her seriously and so you know people are doing this people have been doing this for ages on end and this is not a question that you should take lightly I mean when we consider our name we're considering our brand we're considering you know our name on people's lips giving to the next person to the next person to the next person so if you're struggling with this pray over it one research it and then when you make your decision you know feel confident about that decision you made and don't go back and constantly second guess yourself go all in with it own it let then that become your writer identity for that genre and own it because if you can't sell it, nobody else is going to believe it. So you're going to have to live there. You're going to have to own that name. You might as well do like a Cabbage Patch doll and come with a new birth certificate piece for yourself. Maybe get on Canva and, and play around and make yourself a pen name birth certificate. That would be hilarious to me. And craft it and have it framed and put beside you or you know pin it up as your wallpaper as you're writing that book in that genre and just have fun with your pen name so i hope that these tips have have kind of helped you you know i'm gonna tell you to pray about it and you know what if you're a good writer and you're writing in this genre and then you switch to another genre and you're a good writer and you feel like this pen name is going to serve me well. I really like this idea. I want to play around with this idea. Do it. But know that once you do it, stick to it. Commit to that name. Commit to that identity. We have pen name authors that are in my publishing company right now that are best-selling authors, but they are writing in a different genre, and they're using pen names. And I'm telling you, I hear it more and more. So you're not alone out there with these questions. And I thank you so much for contacting me about the question. And I hope that I have, you know, said enough to at least get you thinking a little bit more about, you know, your why. Identify what your why is. And then once you establish your why, if you go towards that pen name, own that pen name. Make yourself a name tag. Make yourself a new Cabbage Patch birth certificate. 
and live there and build your platforms immediately, even if you haven't written the book yet. And I know you're not in the, in the stage of writing it yet, but you know it's coming. Go ahead and build everything today. That is my challenge to you because as creative as we want to sound and we say, well, we can come up with this fancy pen name and it can be as lovely you know, as it can be, somebody else might have crafted a name that is very similar to it, or they're looking at pen names and they're putting two names together that, hey, you said it sounded good. Somebody else in the universe might too. So you snatch that stuff up on Gmail. You go on and you start with your um, Google platforms first, and you go on and get your author email, and then you build up. So that way everything else connects to that email. And have fun. Have fun. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.